Hey everyone, this is Carrie and Ryan, and it's the Between You and I podcast. This is episode 21, and today we have our special guest, Deja, who um, I've known for a really long time, decades, uh, from the music scene in Seattle. Um, She is a stellar musician with just a particularly beautiful voice, Um, and I recently was listening to her music and putting together this playlist on Spotify that's called She Does It Well, She Does It Better. Um, And I just kept putting one song after another of Deja's work in other bands like the Pinups, the Union Gospel, solo things. I mean, she's just she's just done so much amazing work and she does feel like a sister from another mister i swear to god (laughs) and i just wanted to catch up with her so you know we talk about tons about music and um, our experience in it when we were younger what it means for us today Um, and then we dive even deeper about um, being a conscious you know adult taking good care of ourselves and understanding what that entails as opposed to what we thought we knew in our 20s. So I hope you guys really enjoy it. Um, It was an absolute pleasure. And here you go. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Ryan, I don't even know which one this is. Is it 21? I have lost track. I can check. I think it's 2021. You know, whatever works. Welcome to the pandemic, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I have my friend Deja here. Welcome, Deja. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm super stoked to be here. Well, we've been talking about doing this for a while. Yeah, you're you're happy to be anywhere, right? You're really great to be with you, but (laughs) we are awake. We're here. Um, Good enough. But I've, we've been wanting to do this for a while, um, and so uh, we finally got it together. And so I'm very psyched about that. And what sort of double, like, reinforced wanting to make sure I got to talk to you is I recently um, made a, a, a set, not a set list. Oh, my God, that's so bad. Yeah, the playlist. That was so yeah. cool. So I made this playlist on Spotify and anyone listening, go listen to it. Um, it one, it was so much fun because it reminds me of just being younger and making cassettes. There you go. Date, date myself <laughs> cassettes for people, you know, of mixes of songs. My sister Kaya used to do that for me when she was a DJ at um, WSU. She would send me cassettes of like new music and, you know, oh, new God. music at the time was like, things I hadn't heard of in the small town. And so it was kind of a lifeline and it was fun. So when I went into Spotify, I was like, Oh yeah. Like one, I was like, this is fun to do. And I'm finding it very soothing. And then my second huge motivator was, and this is so egotistical, but I don't care. I was like, I'm sorry, but the women of my era of music were fucking amazing. (laughs) And Hence the title, She Does It Well, She Does It Better. And I had much more bitchy titles. <laughs> <laughs> right, those were toned down. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, totally. I had ones that was like, she does it well, and she's better than you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's how I felt. And I, because 
I was listening to, and I don't know if this makes me a cranky older person now, but I was just listening to all the music and thinking, one, it stands the test of time. It's so good. Like all the women on that playlist, and I got to make a second playlist because then I, the other people started dawning on me. Um, the music and the performances are just fucking good. Like excellence yeah. right. to me. And I love excellence. Um, and as I think about, and this is probably the more, <laughs> God, I'm sound like a bitch, but I was like, I was thinking about the scene today and there are great people today, but I was like, it just reminded me how our folks ca like cared about being excellent and good. Yeah. Like I can't think of, I mean, there was a the different level of, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. And I don't want to generalize too much because there's definitely people like that play modern music <laughs> that I like. Sure. Enjoy. Totally. Women specifically, but I, but, um, there's a there was a certain level of authenticity that I think that was sort of um, you know that exists in all of the all the people on your playlist at least you know and and a lot of and the women in our community you know mm -hmm. and it really was such a like you know isolated time and place it was an experience you know we were all having it and you know it's kind yeah. of funny to think about like because you know I wasn't necessarily from Seattle but I really came up in that scene that's where I mm -hmm. really came. A, real player um but how how really magical it kind of was you know like yeah. I, I pooed it and I always talked shit about you know I hated the term grunge because <laughs> it's like it's fucking rock and roll I mean coming bright like totally and, and obviously like, the whole shtick behind it I wasn't really into yeah <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah but you know but it really was like you know, we all were supportive of each other and we all played together and came to each other's shows. And I mean, you put out my record. That's what I, I was so excited. Cause I was like, I loved it that you would, cause I just re-released the pinups record digital. Yes. Um, I had had it. Um, I just changed distributors, but like, I just, uh, and I meant to post something. I probably still should. <laughs> uh, I'm so terrible at it. I'm trying to get better about the whole social media thing. You know, having a consistent sort of presence. It's online. a lot of work. It yeah. really is. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, forget about it. I talk to Squires and I'm just like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds like a fucking <laughs> Totally. Um, yes. But, but, you know, I, 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 I put, it, put it out again and I was like, how do I... I wanted to like do something about good ink. And so I'm still, I'm working out how to. Don't even worry about it. No, but it's just more of the same, yeah. you know, like yeah. we continue to support each other and we continue, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that that's important. And I think that all of that music, it's like just you making those playlists. That's another thing mm -hmm. that's great for. It's like, you're exposing it to so many people that wouldn't necessarily listen to it or, yeah. you know, yeah, and it just brought up so many thoughts for me, just in terms of um, contentment around work well done, like pride in in the artists that I got to be around, and yeah. that it's long lasting. It continues to be, and yes, I think it should be exposed to other people because it's just good music. Right. Um, and there's also something about like I, so I'm 54 right so I've been thinking more about the power of like the crone era of your of a woman's life right which is to me about wisdom mm -hmm. right and there is so much wisdom between 
there's so much life that's been led, you know, experiences, and then, you know, consequently wisdom and learnings that are super important and could be powerful for somebody way younger, you know? And I think also think at this point, due to all that learning and, you know, logging in time, doing music or living and all of that, like at this age, you like better than ever. Cause you know, way more and you are well-practiced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. There's a whole different, it's like a different kind of strength. I think that, you know, what I'm learning about more in my, you know, late forties, early fifties, whatever, like I'm starting to learn that what I saw or, or thought of as strength has just changed completely. Like I find even in the music, you know, it's like the, um, like what I'm writing right now, I had surgery on my vocal cords last year. I don't know if you know that, but I, I do that, that was a part of this too, but I mean, it's all whatever. It's all holistic, right? It's part of the lessons, part of the life experience. But, um, but I, I just started singing differently and in a different and a softer way. My approach to things is a lot different. Um, and, and I see that as strength. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the more vulnerable and the more real and the yeah. more accessible to like the true uh, emotion and, you know, uh, energy behind what you're doing. That's now to me, that's the strength. You know, totally. Nice. Whereas before, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck you!" And, oh, look, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like I was doing. <laughs> I'm just such a big goofball that it's so funny to think that I was had this kind of idea about like, yeah, I'm a tough rocker chick or whatever. Right. Well, <laughs> do you yeah. think? Do you think somewhat that's like the 20s, right? Like, but also, hi, the grunge yeah. era was not feminine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So wow. here you are, a woman. And this is the environment you're in. Not that you didn't have a mind of your own, because you obviously did, right? Like, artistically, but the environment we were in, I was saying this to Mike probably. No, I was just, I was talking to somebody about this, but I was like, just look at what we wore. Like, today, I see a lot more uh, women, like, putting on their feminine, you know? Like, really enjoying, like, dresses or whatever they want to wear. And I remember literally just dressing like a boy. Mm -hmm. Right. Not that I thought about it that way. But it was literally the scene yeah, was I was like, in. Like a baby doll T-shirt, but you were mm-hmm. definitely wearing like combat boots and dickies, or you know. Yes, <laughs> I thought I thought I was way out there just by wearing like long skirts sometimes or vintage dresses, right? Yeah. But with combat boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that was a look. Oh yeah, I loved your stick though, man. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Did I have you? an image in my mind. Yeah, I have an image in my mind. Maybe it's a photo that I've seen. Uh, but yeah, you're, you just said it in a vintage dress and I just, you look so great. You look so Aww. great. I mean, you're Thank beautiful. You. Yeah. Thank you. That's oh. really nice of you. Back at you. Um, <laughs> well, the other thing I thought too was even though like listening to the music uh, of all those separate um, women, I was, I, I also felt like God, I wish we had hung out more. Like, yeah. I, you know, Heather Doobie, I knew who she was, but I, didn't hang out with her right like I knew um Rachel Flotard right like because we had her band prior to Viz Queen open up for goodness all the time and then Viz Queen um so I knew I knew I knew Rachel um and Kim obviously I knew from Chris but like in the grunge era like 
I didn't know Kim. I didn't know. I didn't really have a pack of girlfriends. I, I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so now I'm like, wow, wouldn't that have been powerful to have, you know, it's, I always like wishing I was in, you know, getting my PhD in music when I was in my twenties instead of just now, <laughs> you know, yeah. I wish we'd all gotten together and said like, you know what? <laughs> I know. Well, because it really was, it's so, it was so male dominated. It just, was, yes. you know, and, that, and it still is. And it yeah. still is. I mean, rock and roll in general, it's like, there's still this whole kind of, and, yeah. and I definitely think that, I mean, everything's changing, you know, even, I don't know, like people, is that even a genre? Right. <laughs> There's so many subgenres. I don't know what. Way too many. I don't know if you have this experience, but anything new these days, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck it is. Right. Like, <laughs> it's got a little bit of everything. And yeah. I, in my mind, it was always kind of like uh, rock and roll was the umbrella. You know? Right. <laughs> like everything right. Else, you know, I don't know. I It's, it's fascinating to me, but I definitely, um, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, uh, being, um, talking about it more, you know, mm-hmm. as a woman, like, you know, yes. yeah, I'm a woman in music. I'm a, I'm a female, uh, I don't know if, are you allowed to say female anymore? I was just asking somebody else. Mm-hmm. Is that like not PC anymore? I think it's still okay. Oh my God. Help I, I can me double out. check. Yeah. You're welcome to say female here. <laughs> Celebrate. <laughs> I said it. I said it like, I think yeah. I tweeted something and I said female. Oh yeah. I was talking about Kamala Harris and I said, uh-huh. you know, female vice president. And then I was like, fuck, everybody else right. is saying a woman <laughs> or a woman right. president, vice president. And I was like, well, that just yeah. sounds weird. Doesn't you didn't call her a lady. So I think it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> well but you know you know what i'm getting at yes. i'm sorry i'm kind of going digressing that's here. all right um but yeah you know just sort of stepping out in front of that stepping out in front of myself and stepping out and sort of like honoring that like yes. yeah i'm a woman in this and it's not easy for me and it, well, you know, i don't have the same kind of advantages as men in anything that we were doing but in music that's all I know. Right. So, yeah. And I think I'm feeling that more now, especially, um, older, right. That's when you start to get kind of written off, like in some ways, or, or there's just like a new wave of people coming in. And of course that's the scene now. So what is actually Danny and I were talking about this. He's like, so what are we now? Like, what, what would you say we are now? And someone he had, Oh, Ben's fold had a biography and he had posed this question to himself, like, well, what am I now? And it was sort of this legacy artist, but still active artist, right? Like mm-hmm. it's still Agassi, but you are now really someone who's become experienced and long time. And so what are, where are you in the musical landscape? Right. Um, and so, but That's as a woman, I, and, and I, I guess I don't, on the one hand, I'm like proud to talk about identifying my conversation based on being a woman. Uh, but I also then, and this is so probably knee jerk for women, get paranoid about being written off or, oh, she's just bitching about women or whatever. Um, but fuck that. I feel like it's so much more powerful to be, uh, like you're saying, vulnerable, showing yourself, yeah. um, asking the questions, talking. Oh my God. I started 
trying to gather women musicians together for that reason alone. And some of the women were are are the ones in the scene right now. And for me, um, based on like never do have having done that really when I was in my twenties, I just really wanted to do it now. Like, you know, things I wish I would have had was my motivation. Like, sure wish I'd had somebody else to talk to about like midlife and long distance running with music and or just ample you know like lifting you up to say like uh what do i want to say like to validate you and say you're an art you are good enough like you're an artist like you you alone are an artist you don't have to have the band although the band right. creates great right. things as that, well that, that's a whole that's a whole other thing right but yep don't you think so that's a really interesting topic. And I, I just want to sort of offer uh, into consideration you also, I mean, cause I feel the same way and I've always mm -hmm. thought that, but I also feel like I did have, I had some of that, but they were also coming from the same sort of place as mm -hmm. women, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, yeah. but what I want to offer is that you can't really teach that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the, all of this sort of self, the, especially, you know, you know, I mean, all the spiritual work that we're doing now, it's yeah. like you start, that's when you start to really like, because half the battle is knowing who the fuck you are. And do you know who the fuck you are when you're 20? I certainly right, didn't. Right. <laughs> I was pumping, right? I was just talking about that. I was busy posturing because I thought that that's what it was necessary, right. you know? And it's taken me this whole experience of exploration into self and the music you know, simultaneously mm -hmm. and the breaks, you know, yeah. yes. I'm not one of those prolific writers that just like spits out a thousand songs. Thank a day. you. Me I'm too. Really Thank you. Oh my God. Oh, see, look, we're validating each other. <laughs> we are. I'm like you. I'm like you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I, I, but like all of that experience has led me to this moment you know, of like self-understanding, self-knowledge, feeling like, or even knowing that I want that, you know, yes. yeah. knowing like what, why was I so fucking tormented for so long? Because right. I, I didn't know who I was and I was defending, I felt like I had to defend who I thought I was. Mm -hmm. Do you also think too, I also think at that age too, you are just like, as you're in it, it's one, it's all new. So new things are coming at you and you're coping and enduring. Not that everything was so hard, but sometimes it was like, if things happen fast or you're in it, what else are you going to do with something new? But like, Oh, this is as much as I know. So this is the, as much of the reaction I can give or solution. And, and you're right. Like in your twenties, you might not even know any better and you get to know better by having the experience, but, but well, then you couldn't have known. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I also think too. Um, oh, I love your ring. Oh my God. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it's my cleanser. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. Just when you're, you're just doing it right. You're in there, you're doing it. You are right. creating basically your history. Um, and nobody, not many people give you the pre-knowledge on like, so here's what it's going to be like. And you might want to consider this and mm -hmm. la la la. So a little bit, those get together. And it's not just musicians, right? We're 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 front people. We're singers. Mm -hmm. you know, so we're telling the story. 
we're mm-hmm. we're out in front we're leading the band and that mm-hmm. is always a question anyway right because right. Like, we're granted we were marshalling or marshalling we were rivaling or trying to rival marshall sax (laughs) oh my god thank you things like can you fucking turn your goddamn yes yes just like a half of a fucking notch there like like, whatever all of those things and i i appreciate what you just said about like it wasn't all bad you know no I love being in bands. I love touring. I wish I would have toured more in my lifetime. You know, I'm not dead yet. So who knows? But, right. you know, it, the whole experience, I did, I, I appreciated it. And I felt, it felt like family, you know, there was this whole sense yeah. of like, you know, strength and connection. But, um, but that is a, that role is, is really intense. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, a, and, and it's, and it is male dominated and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, I mean, I hate to say this, but the whole scene is all, it's also very white male dominated. As yeah. Yeah. You are not wrong. <laughs> I'll just apologize right now. No. All right. <laughs> well, <It's> a lot. <laughs> I think, you know, I like that you said like, no, it wasn't all bad. Of course, like a lot of it was fantastic. Like how, lucky were we to be a part of a music scene that exploded like that and then all the good things like um that happened during that time um the fact that i would say the majority of people in and around the northwest area like music was a focus like either attending concerts buying music and anywhere from the microsoft dude to some student in bellingham to portland i mean it was so huge um, yeah. that, that, you know, we all often say like, you could, and this is no lie, you could go to a show on a Monday, Tuesday, all of them would be sold out. Like, because right. one people were focused on music, but also Seattle was different. It wasn't what it is today. It was inexpensive. <laughs> it wasn't crowded. It was, um, comfortable. So a lot of people could be there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I remember being in bands and like, I could have an apartment and be a barista. I mean, unheard of now. Yeah. Right. Very different, you know? Yeah. So I, I, and it it is what it is right in your twenties. You're just, that's what you're doing. You're learning and growing. But I also will say, um, I feel like the men, a lot of the men that we were around in bands, um, treated us like equals, you know what I mean? Like, unless there was weird, weird stuff, but like Hammerbox, I thought about this when, um, James passed away, um, we went to um, his, like, you know, we're at the Comet and we were celebrating him. And, and mm. I, it dawned on me, I was like, how unusual is it to meet, like, three different strangers who had no problem having a female as their lead? Like, the kind of men who would not have a problem with that. Mm. Right? Like, right. or or goodness, where it's like, oh, I they, they want to be in a band with a gal, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I had some notoriety, I guess. So that's some of it, but, um, but the guys you played with like Finn and all those people who were just stellar musicians or Martin, right. Um, Fabier who, uh, I don't know, tell me what you think, but I think we were surrounded by, uh, there was a bunch of men that I, I feel like I was around who were, um, for lack of a better way, were pretty woke, you know? Uh, and then there was a bunch of immature dickheads, but, um, but I feel lucky that I definitely a mix. I mean, I feel like, but I wouldn't say that that's the rule. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I would say that that was, uh, like you said, those are the people in our 
mostly in our band. You know what I mean? Like we, that was their, they, they did make that choice. Yeah. You got to pick yeah. them too. You got to say like, mm-hmm. I wanted to stay with, and work with you guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sort of a reciprocal uh, respect to some degree. Um, but you know, even, even within that, I'm not, I, and I don't think that it, I think that they were also learning about themselves. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so, so like, by being um, by being open to it, I don't know that that's necessarily. Uh, by being open to it, you can also somehow be ignorant to to the difference and, mm. and, and the sort of support that I think that we could have used or we could still use. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like um, you know, I, I just I feel like it's the same kind of thing as I mean, sexism, racism, anything that is sort of like it's kind of built into it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And we, we all are learning. I'm just so glad that we're all talking about it now. Yes. Well, and at that, at, let's just say just that at that era, um, the grunge scene was really, you know, also s- snarky, sarcastic, you know, just fit real well mm-hmm. into the 20 immaturity, right? Like someone would say something shitty to you and be like, it was a joke. And you're like, what are you, 12? Like that sucked. <laughs> or... Um, I wouldn't even give you 12, maybe nine. Um, uh, but also it was easy to be, if you wanted to, like anytime you kind of wanted to be, take something grown up or serious, it was easy to diminish you or write you off as like, oh, you're so sensitive or um, dismiss you somehow. Not necessarily just women. I'm sure it happened to men as well, but just dismissive in terms, you know, so it was hard to sort of, level up in terms of you know your knowledge or wisdom and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um i would like to point out and i think this is a true point like just like i've seen other articles say with like bjork where like her recordings get put into question like well did you write that or whatever like how is that even being questioned right but i want to point out like the women i know picked the musicians wrote the shit like did uh, did things on purpose with thought and like making their art like this is an active in, into, intellect like that that's one thing i like to call out too like let's just remember like this person saw this and put this together and it's not like everybody else couldn't have a voice in it but like that's a smart person who goes i'm gonna go do this so just let you know i'm real awake and making purposeful decisions for reasons and, and i i don't know if you if your experience is similar but like it took me until the pinups, so when I was in my late 20s, right, mm-hmm. early 30s, I guess, uh, yeah, late 20s, to know that I was a fucking songwriter in the first place. Right. Do you know what I mean? I had been yes. writing songs with 3D S&M and, you know, mm-hmm. business and whoever. <laughs> Zip. Anyway, <laughs> writing music and, you know, writing melodies, writing lyrics. And, like, it, at that point, it wasn't really... And even now, there's still always this kind of question like, well, are you really, you know, did you really write the song? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally, at the point where I'm like, in most music, like when you break it down, lyrics, you know, words right. and, and melody are like 50% of the song. Mm-hmm. And you can literally have us sing a song a cappella, and it's still the same song. So... Right. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. just kind of, like, having that understanding of what it even is, like, and then having to defend yourself 
or not having an understanding of what it is or what you're even doing, right? You're just playing in a band, you know, right. I'm, I'm there. So that's what I do. That's what I thought, right? But right. then, you know, not without that understanding and then being questioned sort of along mm-hmm. like right. York. I mean, what that was must have been to do with the sugar cubes, right? I mean, she's, we know that she's no. a composer. No, it was her solo stuff. Like her solo, I remember oh, watching this documentary where she, or she was talking about like, you know, this is post and all this stuff she's done since like getting questioned. I mean, it was a, getting questioned about like whether or not, um, look at Grimes, like electronica stuff, the artist Grimes, like she gets other people going, Hey man, now that she, when she got well-known or more well-known people were coming to her going, Hey, let's work together. I'd like to produce you. And she's like, I don't need you. I produce I'm all my shit. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Like, and I let do me it produce well. you instead. Come on. <laughs> exactly. I think like, what, what she should be saying is, I think what you really mean to say is <laughs> <laughs> you produce me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it just takes, a, I just have been thinking like, it takes away juiciness from the quality of the artist if we don't say, all that she does mm-hmm. and i'm talking about women right like let's think about that let her be a complete picture of excellence you know and all that she's capable of and all that she's making um because the whole world misses out on something when you don't uh if, if half the story is told like right you know, you need female, um, female artists, right? Like, wow, she's actually, if we get down to the nitty gritty, she's capable of this, 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 and this, and makes this, and this is how she does it. Um, the whole story, I feel like, is really important. Absolutely. And, I, and I, you know, I remember along the way, just, you know, there's natural moments where you're in bands, and then you go do solo stuff. And like you're saying, like, for specific, for the natural reason, like, I need to know, and anybody in a group, and I don't even mean just bands, but like anytime you're in a group effort, at some point you're going to want to know what it's like to complete your own sentence. <laughs> like what is just my thought? Like I just want to know what my alone thought, completed thought is. And that's how I felt about songwriting. At some point I was like, I just want to know what I do by myself completely. Like what? what is a song like, you know, and I think it, I think that you and I have a similar relationship with other instruments. <laughs> you know, yes. where like, they're kind of a means to an end. Like that's always. I, I only picked up the guitar. Yes. Uh, you know, I picked up the guitar because I literally wanted to be able to write songs, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that I toured in Europe playing guitar in front of the rotten apples is like insane because i still i still wouldn't be able to tell you what fucking chord i'm playing unless i'm playing open chord. <laughs> you know what i mean like yes and and uh and it still remains the same like i'm learning to play the piano now i started when i was really really young like there, there was always a piano in my house but i never committed to it the way that i committed to voice and um to singing but it's 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 an interesting thing that now is when I'm really doing it because right. it's kind of like that thing where you're you know you're learning really now I feel like oh I know who I am and I know what I want to do yes know? I mean I, at least I know what my intention is behind it right yes yeah to get to that to access that real you know authentic vulnerable humanness that we all have like then um this is the this is the instrument that 
supports yeah. that, you know. Right. And well, and we get a well, and we get to see more of you because you're completing your own thoughts, right? Like um, the fact that you pick up a guitar and you know, or piano, mm -hmm. and, and and now you're independent. So you're right. You and I are very the same. I, oh my god! Now I got like eight thoughts in my head. Um, <laughs> brain break. One, I'm gonna back up a little. One, never never even up until now uh, it's starting to happen now but not out loud as much as i'd like voice is an instrument yeah like i'm sorry but like Amen. i think about my voice like a guitar player thinks about his their guitar his or her right mm -hmm. like i think about how i sing not to be pretentious but like i'm i'm fascinated by what i can do with my voice and i think about it that way when i'm recording i am intently listening to like every tone inflection character it all I mean, it's yeah. complicated everything is complicated and yeah. it's an instrument and you're right in bands jesus fighting trying to, which is impossible right fighting over a marshall stack or guitar it was like me and the guitar player yeah you know and then what the word terrible situation would be the audience bitching that they can't hear you Right. So I'm like, oh, well, let's all get in this fight with me and the guitar players and <laughs> let's just make this awkward right now. Right. So right away, the young male egos just, you know, doesn't cope with that. Well, God bless. Um, you know, it was a slight passive aggressive battle. Right. Yeah. Um, but talking about the voice, like, I don't think I even to this day get, get into a conversation where someone goes, Oh, I can see all that goes into the voice. And now we've got all these friends yeah. who are men who are, who are taking on singing and they're like, Oh, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the old, like, Oh, well, you know, I mean, I, I pretty much always, maybe not in the last few years, or so, but like, I've always been that person, that band member that would like second half year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, there were times and I remember and I would get defensive about it because people would say like, Oh, you don't, you know, you don't do any loading or do, and I'm like, how it, you're, you're literally like looking at me with a freaking amp in my hand <laughs> and, and, or like, okay, but like I, maybe me doing it, I'm carrying my instrument. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Hey, you just chose a lighter instrument. Come on. It's not your fault. Yeah. You made it so now I don't, ever want to pick up your <laughs> right you know what i mean but, yeah um, well but yeah, that's a, it's that's a really good point it is an instrument it is and it's a very sensitive instrument yeah and like taking care of that instrument is different than you know purchasing something to you know mm -hmm. uh, yeah well it's bonded to you it's part of you right? <laughs> you have to work yeah. harder to take care of it yeah. bodies to mm -hmm. really to be able to perform at that level you know well and i'm sorry that yeah. body part goes down buy some new strings right, right. <laughs> I mean. and like that body part goes down you got yourself an instrumental night like yeah you know it's it and you're right it's physical yeah. um and you know like you were talking about getting um oper an operation on your vocal cords like i lost my voice in Hammerbox and got a nodes. Oh, you did. One time we were touring Europe, completely lost my voice. Like if I opened my mouth to talk, nothing would come out. Oh my God. Oh, no. Funny oh, no. enough though, like when I would sing, 
I could sing like, cause it's a different place right in your throat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to, I had to stop. We had to cancel shows, um, and be silent. Right. You know, you just got to take the break off that. And then when I came home, I took lessons, um, from Greta Harley, I'll say she, and I have always said she changed my world around that. She was the first person to ever talk to me about what it means to be an artist. She taught me how to sing, um, not to sing over, um, amps. Don't, she would say like, don't do it. You're not going to win. Um, don't push it. But she also like taught me ways to get grounded before a show. Um, and ever since then, ever be post that I remember like I never lost my voice again like I had very strict like things I wouldn't do like yeah Mm -hmm. well I mean and honestly like because I I had that happen to me um it was during the pinups era where I lost my voice for a solid month Ooh, yeah I did have a node but it was they what they had said was like it's soft. What we worry about is when they get callous. Now, I don't know if that's mm. the same thing that became this polyp, you know, 25 years later or whatever it was, um, or if it was a completely different thing, but that, that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? yes. And I kind of just like, I, I didn't really, I didn't do what you did, unfortunately, which is like completely like, you know, make that the focus. Like that should have been my focus going forward for the rest right. of my life you know, yeah. as a singer, but, um, but it's, uh, a, why was I talking about that? So you did it and then you had instrument. To, yeah. I guess it just has to do with, um, uh, with, Oh, I know what I was going to say is that a lot of it isn't necessarily to do with when you're singing, right? Like most of the damage happens when you're done singing and you're partying your dick off and you're talking over music that's playing in a club trying to get in somebody's ear like that is the worst place to <laughs> uncomfortable even trying to fake that um, right you know it's like that's where the damage happens like when i had uh worked with the speech therapist after my surgery it was really more about like this is how you talk this is how right. you should be speaking yeah you know, and I was bartending at the time so it's like you know right forget it. <laughs> and people don't know like you learn a lot when that happens as a vocalist or any but right but like like you just said talking is harder on your voice especially when you're not like you know I could like talking I can uh, I can talk like that you know like when it when you're kind of laying into your neck you know your voice like yeah. oh my god and it's down here as opposed to up in your palate So it's like up here, right? So you're not resting or rubbing. And then I was learning too, like whispering is the worst. Yeah. Like really whispering is harder on your voice. Well, it's like that vocal fry thing that all these kids are doing these days. Like that is the ultimate terrible because it's somewhere between a whisper and a talk, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, ah. All these poor ASMR (laughs) YouTubers are going to be in a lot of trouble. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Well, and there's the other side of that experience and the experience of working with, you know, men and women, whatever, like the, the people that, that do understand that or developed an understanding about that along the way, or even we're just listening, you know, mm-hmm. will support you in that. Right. Like, yes, you want to get out of here? Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're done playing like, and you know, you're talking all these 
we should split or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's a real grow up moment, like around from just like, dude, I'm in a band to, especially when you get popular and you lose your voice, right? Or you, you go through that experience. You, you have to take it serious. Like I don't, I wouldn't, I would end up going, I don't go to a show before you play. Right. Because the talking is so damaging. Um, Not that you don't love everybody, but it's uh, wears and tears on your voice. Um, And then when it's your living boy, I mean, that's why I got so like, well, shit, like we're signed. We have to tour. I can't go down. This is the job. And this is my tool. And so it was a grow up moment around lots of things, like just what I ate. What you're supporting everybody else, right? Like you, if you don't care of yourself, then you're in essence taking care of your whole band, right? Right. And (laughs) it's hard too when you're young, when you realize that, but not everybody's grown up to that yet. (laughs) God bless, right? Like just you know, cause then you sort of, you now have more knowledge, but you, you want everyone to take that seriously, but it, that's not necessarily the case. I don't know. Um, it happens. It's like, anything yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But back to like, so when you pick up the guitar and you're so right, like you and I are like, like I picked up the guitar so that I could be independent, not because I love the guitar. Yeah. Right. I and I'm like, people trying to yeah. me, I'm just like, Oh, I'm, it's like, fucking charlie brown grown-ups you know like okay yeah like just tell me where to you know where to plug it in how how to get sound out of it like yeah and and you know and the the downside of that the downside of not falling in love with the guitar completely you know Mm -hmm. like at least not madly in love with it is that um i never got any better oh yeah yeah i just never better i didn't care i didn't you know at the time i just really didn't i was like i just want to be able to you know hold it down rhythmically which you know that's kind of like it comes fairly naturally to me but like if you're not pressing the if you're doing something it it doesn't sound good (laughs) 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 well like yeah you're right like if you don't practice you don't get better right it's that that's right i mean the great guitar players that we know have probably you know been playing or practicing their guitar since they were teenagers or younger they live it and they do all the time yeah yes or the toilet playing you're like come on yeah that's right you know that ten thousand is it ten thousand hours yeah yes like yes well like Danny ages ago where I'm like, Mm, not so much. Well, like Danny used to sit, like literally used to get up in the morning for, he would grab coffee and his guitar and he would play for like three, four hours. Yeah. But, but what I, what I envied was he loved it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's honest love for what they're doing and I don't have that. And that's okay. I'm not, I, I no longer apologize for that. I'm like, look, absolutely not. I, these are the things I like. And if I I get someone else to play the guitar, because I don't want to. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> well, and it's for me, like, I, I love that freedom. And I think I really discovered this uh, playing with squires or like, you know, around that time when we started playing together, mm-hmm. how much I enjoy 
that freedom of being able to improvise, like really just to go where I want to go in the song. Yeah. I'm not, I, <clears throat> if you would have asked me, you know, if I like write a melody and stick to it or try and stick to it every time I played, I probably would have told you that I did. But in, in truth, that's not me at all. Right. I barely sing the same thing. Yeah. Rarely, rarely, rarely in music do I like, you know, duplicate even a melody, you know, mm-hmm. or a pattern or whatever. It's like, and I fucking love that. So like, you need to know. No, I was an improviser until, you know, way later in life. Um, because I, and actually I was terrified of improvising. Really? Why? Yeah, I know my mom's an improviser and all this. It's, mm. it's, it, it really makes sense. But I, I felt unsafe. Like I didn't want to fuck up. I always want to be, you know, I want, I'm, that's the, I know why. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got this, like, oh, it's got to be perfect. But, uh, you know, Martin is one of the people who really taught me about my voice. Uh, I think playing with, um, like, Steven, Steve Ross, Stevie Nicks, and uh, and Dan Kempthorne, another amazing guitar player. But I I just, like, have playing, working with them and, and learning um, – hearing and learning and experiencing other and listening to other music as well with these musicians like the 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 sort of the imperfections are so beautiful like i love it in other people why wouldn't i anyway i'm getting away from myself but the, the bottom line or the point of the story was to say that when i'm not holding an instrument i'm freer with my voice you know? yes I, I will I will go places that I would not necessarily go if I was, you know, focused. Yeah. You, I mean, uh, you hit it on the head. Yeah, you hit it on the head. It's like you can go so many places with your voice, but you could also, you're physically free to move, right? And I, I enjoy that. Like, I... I just want to be this vessel. Like I want to sing and then I want to move. That's what I enjoy. And you're right with a guitar. I would literally like fucking freaking, you know, I start to get in my head singing and I'd be like, Oh shit, I got to play this thing too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and it's just, I'm the same way. Like I did, I don't practice. Right. I I like it to write. Um, And I am like, well, Carrie, if you wanted to be better, you have to practice. And I'm like, I realize that. Um, (laughs) I realize that it's not what I want. Um, In fact, when I did the, my last record, I over and over openly said, like, I'm not playing anything on stage. I want to just be free to channel whatever, uh, whatever, like not only the music, but I look at music as healing. Like Mm -hmm. it it might sound later age woo woo, but like I can, I look back on that and go, oh, you're a healer. Like music is healing. Yeah. And singing is toning. I mean, you're. Yes. Yes whatever. <laughs> and I like, I like those things, you know, I like to look at it that way. Um, and I think a lot of bands do that, but I like to actively think about it that way. Um, like music well, is healing. You're performing, you mean? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, I was talking to, uh, one, a gal who used to actually, um, watch over Orion. She runs, a. she used to work at the rock candy and she's had a, daycare center forever this is kind of rando but I remember her going I've never told you this but when you she goes I remember seeing you at rock candy and I looked over and it was like 
a beam of light. You know what I mean? Like that, that just the image of like, you were like at the front of this ship and it was like a healer light coming out of you or whatever. And I was like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. Um, and I like to be able to talk about that more out loud as I get older and not be embarrassed by that or like, you know, apologize or go, I know it sounds crazy, but whatever. Right. Give a disclaimer before you speak your truth. It's so, yeah, <laughs> not, not, you're yeah. not. No, I, I get it. I get it. But I think, I think that happens for a lot of people when they sing. I mean, you could say that, you know, about Led Zeppelin, Freddie Mercury, you know, like mm-hmm. people, you know, David Bo, anybody who makes you shiver. Um, that's a thing that's, that's yeah. happening, you know? Yeah. And you're right. Tone. They're allowing themselves to, to be inside of it. I mean, that's like, the yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't share that kind of thing unless you're in it. Right. Like yeah. unless you're experiencing that healing as you put it, you know? Yeah. It's- and it's an amazing feeling, well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's amazing feeling too. Um, I think I've told you this before too. Um, but my talking about your mom and, um, and I love hearing you say like improviser. And I was like, well, yeah, you're, you know, that's in your lineage and, um, it's interesting, but I think, you know, we all come into the world with our own lessons. And so it's really fascinating and awesome to hear you go like, oh, wow, I had this take as I'm doing it. But then I realize, oh, improvising might be my lesson and you know you have a mom who i can't even begin to say is like how stellar she is yeah and i was telling ryan so free in it right like that's that's what i that's what i am like aim for you know i want i want to experience that freedom as an expression of love like that's what it's about you know and 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 i and i like just what you just said i love that because i feel the same way like i love fucking saying that out loud mm-hmm. yeah yeah i, I remember love, i'm choosing to be free mm-hmm. in this yeah. as an expression of love that's what the fuck it is call it what mm-hmm. it is. Yes. Right. yeah <laughs> i feel like i can hear it in your voice like when i was listening to your latest release and there's you know the first song is second sight i mean i got shivers oh but you, that's not my latest release, honey. Oh, it's not? No, girl. Oh, I catch me up. <laughs> well, I'm dumb then. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. That's fabulous. No, the Union Gospel is the most recent thing that I... Okay, yes. Well, there's... Oh, my God. I can get into that I one, too. That, yeah. Oh, well, no. That, hey, look, I'll take it. That, that just means that it's more timeless <laughs> Well, I'm just... Hold on. I'm about to give you a waterfall of compliments because I need to get off my... Like, I was... One... <laughs> Because you know I'm a listener, right? So I'm listening to every tone, how you end your words, like snap this or that. And I'm like, fuck, this is good. Like she's in it like on a level of uh, t- capability that I was like dead on. Snap, snap. Like, snap. Wow. Like, but also when I go back to the pinups, like right before we got on here, I listened to Poolside. And I was like, I needed to tell you this because I think it's just somebody, need, you need to hear it. But when I was growing up, I used to, the, the way I engaged with music was to listen to records, right? Mine was like Pat Benatar, you know, Chrissy Hine. And I would daydream about, you know, being on stage or whatever and mm. live it out, right? And the living it out in your head, the daydreaming feels good, right? It's part of, it's a healing thing. It's fun. Um, and I have been listening to you lately, like poolside. And I was like, 
listening to you is helping me get back in my body. Like listening to you, like I am that girl, but I'm listening to you. Like I was listening to poolside and I was like imagining me doing it. Right. Like I've told you also, um, the incubators. I always get the name wrong. For, for this life that you were going to oh. better cover that. Now that you said it, I would love that. I, I that's the biggest compliment I could even imagine. I'm so like, because imagine I do this when that song comes on, I'm literally like singing it out, like mimicking it in my room. I'm like, you know, pull me incubator. I'm just like, I'm literally alone doing that going, I'm not ready for this life. You know, I'm just like, it fills my whole body. Like it gives me shivers. So I just want to, Buck, I just love you. You're making my life better. Oh my God. You as well. I'm so grateful to be here right now. I was so, and honestly, I wasn't feeling hot this morning and I was like, (laughs) Should I reschedule? I was like, no, it's good. No. I knew it would feel this good. I'm, I don't know if you know this, but I'm recovering from COVID. So like, yes, I, I do know that. Oh my God. And it's fucked up because it'll just show up. Like I thought I was great. Oh. Four or five days I've been like, I'm fine. I killed it. And I, you know, whatever. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was like, oh God, this doesn't feel good. No. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. This is, that's the juice. And this is like, mm. this is a part of, like if you start, uh, you know, experiencing your life as in a more holistic way, then you're able to see these little blessings, right? Like, yeah, that was a moment where I could have easily gone the other way, but I was like, no, I know this is going to be healing. This is going to be an experience that I want in my life. And I, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get to see you and talk to you. Like, <laughs> I totally get that though, too. Like, you know, the, I isolate and I pull back when I'm not feeling good or, um, and I don't know if you feel this way, but like I've spent most of my life kind of as a loner, not like, ooh, you know, rebel, but like as a loner alone, like doing the things with the people, but in my head. So when I don't feel good, I definitely retreat and I get nervous. Frankly, I get uh, nervous. I get a little anxiety. And I had a little bit of anxiety c- today, too, because I wasn't kind of feeling good either. And I, we've got, we're a lot alike. I'm like, maybe I should reschedule. I'm like. God damn it, Carrie, God damn it. Like, just do the fucking thing. Like, don't back out. Don't. I mean, Ryan knows. Oh, my God. Like, we do this podcast whenever, but there were times when I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, no. Yeah, no. It's all right. There are times, too, where I'm like, maybe maybe we'll cancel. And then I can yeah, <laughs> feel good. Totally. Terrible. Well, it's it, what another thing that's interesting about that is it really is about discerning when to do that and when not to do that. Right. Because like, mm-hmm. um, and, and what, what you're committing to, right. Mm-hmm. Like when you commit to something, then you follow through. If it like, we, we left it kind of loose, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that it, either one of us would have felt bad yeah. if we would have, you know, canceled yeah. or rescheduled is what it would have yeah. been. Right? Mm-hmm. But to, to, to know when it's like, okay, this is what I need right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not coming from a selfish place. Like, but or knowing like this is oh no putting my step for or my foot forward is what i need right now you know yes. be sure to yourself you know yeah. you have, it's like the um you know i i meditate a lot and like 
And that's new for me because I'm not very good at being consistent at anything. Oh my God. You're like my sister from another mister. (laughs) Anything every day. I'm like, I, you know, I've rebelled against that for so long. You know, my whole life I was like, I'm not going to school. I'm not going to do that. Or I'm not, you know, instead of being like, I am going to do this. (laughs) But, But the more that you do that kind of a practice, the more that you do that kind of a practice, the more that you have an understanding of what the actual feeling is. Are you having a reaction or are you responding to something, right? Like responding to the fact that I need to be resting or am I reacting to the fear that I might have behind having conversation or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Totally. hundred percent get that. Um, and I'm just laughing at how alike we are because you, you're saying things are. I'm like, hmm, yeah, just like me. Hmm, yeah, this has always so, been the case with us. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think to, you know I I've been saying recently was to myself I say you want this rich life with people that you love and hey care that takes participation. <laughs> like That's you gotta call, true. you gotta reach out, have the conversation. You can't build a great world of friends if you don't ever talk to them, you know? Um, but I, I get it. Like if I was really ill, I'd because we're all feeling it right now. 2020 is almost over. The solstice is tomorrow. Like oh <laughs> people are sick. It's holidays. Like it's just like the cluster F of whatever stress. And so there are days where I'm like, where I'm just tired, yeah. you know? And I'm like, you yes, know what? Men, you should lay down. Right. Yes. Yeah, you have to allow the tired to be tired. And Thank stop you. Thinking about it, you know, yep. like Amen. you get that. You get what you need. It's yes. Like, that's, it's why is it that's so hard? I mean, um, not to like harp on being a woman, but that's another thing that is learned, you know, and it's not mm-hmm. even that learned so much of its instinct. You know, we're trying to take care of everybody else, but like you can't yeah. take care of anybody if you're not taking care of yourself. Exactly. And like you mentioned, you're a perfectionist. And you're an achiever. So it's sort of like, well, chop, chop, keep working. And, you know, like you should be doing this and you should because you can. And you should, you should be like, I love when you said, like, I don't write consistently. I'm like, yeah, but I've been around people write every day and I have to make myself go, don't feel guilty about that. Like, just know yourself and it is okay. Yeah. Um, Right, like that, you actually have to talk yourself through it because I yeah. do this. I still, I still get envious. It's like mm-hmm. I, I feel this feeling of like oh, or inadequacy. You know, all of the things. Yeah, judging. yeah, I'm judging yeah. me. You know, you're you're right. more, uh, critic, as they say, and that's like, and that's one of the things, and and that makes you feel. I don't know. You can tell me if this is the same for you, but like, for me, the inadequacy comes from feeling like. Um, feeling like I'm not, like I'm lazy or I'm not doing Oh, that. yes. Dude, maybe your mom's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like I had a friend who literally said to me and it hurt because it, it hit home for the kind of that thing that, yeah, I do to myself. They were like, wow, you're like the laziest, talented person I know. And it hurt. Oof. It really messed my head up. They said that to you? Mm-hmm. No. And, oh, it just fucked with all my triggers. And I was like, 
uh, like I just felt so bad about myself. I la- lazy's the word. Lazy. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't. That is like, yeah, it's like a dirty word. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, it's well, hard. Yeah, because like, there's always somebody better or more productive than you, but like you can't let that take away your joy of what you do. You know? That's wow. it. Yes. Yeah, I and, and your joy doesn't have to look like the next person's joy. Absolutely. And, right. As a matter of fact, it's impossible for it yeah. to, right? Um and that's and that is and this is like Lucy always Lucy Suzuki. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean I know you know her, so but and meanwhile I'm thinking like I, you have no idea who I'm looking at. But <laughs> Lucy Suzuki is like you know, my spiritual sister, she's a spiritual teacher. Um, but she's always the one to remind me of two things, two very important things. One, she always says, what the fuck are you talking about? Look at everything that you do. Like, do you need me to tell you what you, what you've accomplished, what you do, all the things that you do. And the other thing that she says is like, it's a part of the work. Mm-hmm. It's just like we're talking about, like you know, you know, you can't help anybody else unless you can help yourself. That's the same thing. It's like a part of the work is the rest. Mm-hmm. A part of yeah. the work is being able to discern between what is laziness and what is, you, you know, exhaustion or or right. needing to recharge or a lack of energy. You right, know, right. That's a huge energy exchange. Think about that. Just stepping on stage and oh, sharing, wow. healing yourself and everybody else, like. That's huge, and it, you know, we didn't know what we were like giving it away for so. Yeah. Many. Well, think about this: if you're empathic, and you're going to be someone who gets on stage and is at the whim of all that energy, yeah. dude, that's a lot to like take in, and yeah. that's a lot to like try and stay grounded in. Yeah. Just that, like, holy hell! I, oh God, I love Lucy. Um, she was anecdote, but. Uh, she was one of the first people I called after my mom died, like instantly was like called her and said, like, I need to talk to you. Um, and I, so I really appreciate her. And I love what you're saying about discerning the two. Um, one of the things I feel like I've learned, at least that helps me is understanding that none of this matters. Like that you're yes. the, po- the point of being here is to feel joy and love. Yes, that's it. I had a gal that I went and saw who was a healer and one, you know, and I just, I was at the start of like basically working through like just an S ton of baggage. And we were talking about singing and I was talking about anxiety and, and I was in that mean circle of like kind of beating the shit out of myself about, well, I should, because I can and people like it, but I don't want to. And I'm mad that I have anxiety and just this circle of like, and she looked at me and she goes, it's okay if you don't sing. (laughs) And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, if you don't want to sing anymore, it's okay. And just the way she said it clicked for me, like not singing's okay. What is, you know, it's it's just singing. Like, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, the point of you on this planet is to experience love and, and share love. Right. And I, and I really believe that like, we aren't really, it's not about what you're doing, yeah. you know, or, or I mean, your, or your career or your, uh, your family choice or, you know, mm-hmm. like however you choose to absolutely. No, right. it's about the end. It's not all of it. <laughs> right. It's yeah. About experience of being. Yeah. Live in this in this human body, this go round, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I burst into tears when she said that I felt such relief, like, Oh, it's okay if I don't do it. Cause yeah. I was never going to give myself that permission. No way. Exactly. Work hard, endure, go, go, go. But you're right. Like you were saying, Lucy pointing out to you, it, it is such a good thing to look back and go, really think about all the things you've done and made, right? Mm -hmm. That it's extraordinary that most everyone doesn't do, like doesn't get the chance to do, can't do, right? hasn't done, whatever. Currently, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure you're probably experiencing some of that yourself right now. So am I, Mm -hmm. it's like, I go, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the fact that I'm very attracted to the piano. So I'm practicing every, almost every day, but there's days when I don't. And instead mm-hmm. of being like, Oh, you know, you're fucked. And you know, now you're 50 steps backwards or whatever it is. Right. I'm like, no, okay. I'm learning how to play guitar. I'm in pre-production for a new record. I'm like, you know, it, it doesn't have to feel, you don't have to be busy all of the time and yeah. actually doing right. these things. Well, and think about how much joy you're missing out on in the, in the critique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you want me to I'm tell you what we're doing? Yes, exactly. Well, and I, that's why I think the slowing down to go, because you miss it. Like, that's what sort of keeps you from being satiated is that you're so in the doing and the judging, you like the, you should be doing this, that like, are you enjoying the thing happening at all? Yeah. And so... Very good point. I, I refuse to go any faster than enjoying it. Because once I start getting, I can feel it the minute I start to kind of exit the building. And I'm like, nope, nope, no. Like, then there's no point doing this. Especially, yeah. I guess, at my age, you know what I mean? Like, I, I had to take a long time, especially in the last year, to really, really concrete figure out oof, some things around music. Like instead of getting hurt by things or feeling bad yeah taking it personally um and so one one situation i had just made me so sad and upset and angry and just it, it literally i imploded on the inside um i was like wait 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 are we gonna okay is this what we're gonna do we're gonna implode like mm-hmm. i don't want to implode and so i was like well let's what what do we know what do we actually really know? And it, that helped. I was like, mm-hmm. I know that no matter what, I can write music, perform music, record music, listen to music, and no one will ever or can take that away from me. Mm-hmm. Right. That's mine all day. I don't even have to think about it. And that just calmed me down. Because the rest of it is sort of like at the whim of others. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> fucking exhausting. <laughs> what if somebody doesn't like me? Oh, I'm not, I'm too, I'm not popular anymore. You know what I mean? Like, or, okay, XB didn't play my record or, you know, I was going to just ask you, actually, I was just thinking about this Mm -hmm. is, you know, now as we enter into this new age of fucking social media and interviews online and well, and now we have to, have to, have to, but Mm -hmm. like, even before that, I feel like this whole experience about like, you know, talking to your telephone, telephone or computer screen, but even beyond that, just like, even if it's a recording or whatever, right? Like Mm -hmm. I hate 
watching. Okay, hate is too strong, and I also don't <laughs> want to throw that into the universe. So I am uncomfortable um, mm-hmm. with uh, with putting myself out there, and I'm realizing that uh, it's a lot of self judgment. It's about like, oh, it's it's not perfect, and you know, mm-hmm. and do I sound stupid? And am I? Do I look a certain way? Do I look old? Do I look whatever? I mean, I don't really care about that part, but is an example. Um, but I don't, I don't love it. But what I'm realizing the lesson in not loving it is that like, this is a place where I should put my foot forward. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's learning, learning to love myself. It's about that. It's about being able to see who I really am, you know, on screen and not trying to fix it. Right. 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 this this What am I going to do? And that's, that is a blessing about this whole experience because, you know, People, everybody's doing it now, right? Everybody's got a TikTok and a fucking mm-hmm. flop and a Twitter tweetly <laughs> And I found, I started using Twitter as like my my uh, basura, my garbage can. <laughs> like this is where I say shit that I don't want everybody to know that I'm saying. Before, yeah. Or that that isn't like a you know from a fucking namaste kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude like I <laughs> shit on there and I'm like and at first I was like I'd go back and I would like delete stuff and then I was like no this yeah. is my dumping ground I'm venting mm-hmm. here and I don't care mm-hmm. like this, these are my thoughts and you know and same yeah. with so now my my new thing is I'm like I'm starting to record and I, I'm hopefully I'm trying to start posting things that feel uncomfortable for me you know mm-hmm. Not specifically that are uncomfortable, yeah. for me, but even if it feels uncomfortable, like I posted a couple of things of me like singing and playing piano, and it's like it's not even close to perfect. I'm yeah. learning to play the, you know what I mean? Like yeah. why? Yeah. So so just do it and put it out. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well. I think, and I think what's really important to do here, and this might be just like game changing too, is like look at the. St- you know, like change the story that you're telling about yourself. So it could be, this is the one, this is how I'm telling the story, or it could be, and it's real, right. To say, you're a fucking accomplished musician, talented, great. You don't need the wondering if you're good enough story. Cause that's not a truth. It's an old story, right? Old story. That's so true. It's and not I'm, a truth. I got to tell you, the reason that I even brought it up is because I'm very inspired by all of the, um, I, sadly, right when you started the workshop, the last workshop <laughs> was like day three of my COVID experience. And I was like, oh, God, I, no. <laughs> but like, I love it. Like um, just seeing these little videos that you pop on and just say like, what's on your mind? Like, yeah. hey, I'm having this experience. And I want to share it with you, you yeah. know, like, and here's a thought, here's a thought. Think of maybe try, if you have this kind of experience, maybe think yeah. about it this way, you know, yeah. like, and that's just because you're just being you. Right. Yeah. That's I'm a like, long time coming <laughs> because I'm like you. I, I mean, I'm like you in that, like when COVID hit, I got off all social media because I needed to. I just was, for that time, I did for like six months. Um, I didn't like, I didn't start really getting into doing the coaching thing because I hated the idea that I would have to be on social media. I wasn't emotionally in a good place. Um, yeah. And so I didn't. Um, and for uh, 
the six months I took purposeful isolation. Um, and like, I'm like you, I meditate every day. Like when my mom passed, I, I needed it. Like, so I did. And I'm like you, like, I, I think I've said many times, uh, I don't think I've ever done anything consistently <laughs> unless I was in a band, you know what I mean? Like, but I, that's an experience that levels you. And so I needed it and I do it to this day. And the more I do it, the kind of the more juicy it gets because yeah. I process there, I get truth there. I work shit out there. Um, even though people think well, you're letting shit work itself out. Like, mm-hmm. you're yeah. Not, yeah. Like you're, you're offering yourself, you're allowing yourself that stillness yeah. of, of being okay. And then like all of a sudden, you know, through, because of the wor- work or whatever, I just, I did it. I think enough things. And like, I've done things like seen healers and all kinds of stuff that I believe are equally as, um, uh, powerful and true like just getting old energy off of you getting ancestral things off of you um are, is, has felt pretty miraculous like just garbage let's just talk about trauma in your body right like yeah. over the course of time like that's a thing and it has helped me feel lighter um releasing a lot of stuff forgiving um forgiving myself a lot that's big that's the hardest um and at hard. some point i think i just done it enough where i was like I did a lot of work. Like, are you in or you out? What are you doing? Are you mm. in or you're out? You know, like, are you going to coach or you're not? And I'm like, I'm like you. I was like, and it's not going to be perfect. And it doesn't fucking matter. So that's when I got kind of comfortable going. And I want my future so bad and my present um, that I hit a tipping point of like, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. And, and truly ready in my body. Like in my body, not shoving myself, not doing all that stuff I talk about, but like really, and you know, when you're intuitive, when you're like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. And it's important not to do that any sooner than when you're really ready. Cause there's no fucking, there's no reason to do it. Like, I don't have to coach. This is not something I'm supposed to do. It's right. just, I'm, and I'm so deeply grateful, deep, deep gratitude to honestly be doing something that truly is me right like i would do this whether anyone was looking or not (laughs) um same with music right um that was one of my things like this is it took me a long time on a deep inside level to say this is who i am yeah and you know it's it took me i feel like i'm just beginning to say that with me and like say it and be behind it yeah really yeah Hey, I want to ask you about, so I also saw that you got, um, you, uh, got certified for yoga and yin yoga. I, I totally yeah. want to talk about the yin yoga. That's it. It's really funny. And I was just going to say, cause you were talking about having stuck energy in your body. I really feel like that, you know, the yoga, the, the practice of yoga has really saved me because mm-hmm. I carry a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, physically we all do, but the movement of med the moving meditation is changed me. Yeah, I I wish that I was able to practice <laughs> in the studio and teach. You know, teaching and practice it's all the same. It's all part of the practice. But um, but the Yin Yoga. Now, I was real resistant to it at first because I am, <laughs> I am and I'm like, oh, this as I got out there was shit, right? And uh-huh. like. I went, I just, I can't remember what, 
oh, I, it was literally because I was uncomfortable with it. I decided to get the training. Oh, the, yeah. Specifically. So I teach Hatha and Vinyasa, but then this came up, this opportunity to teach Yen, and I was, I just fell in love with it. So I'm familiar well, with the other yogas. Yeah, exactly. What, what yeah. is Yin yoga? Oh, okay. <laughs> so yin, yin yoga, Yin is the Yin to the Yang. So Yang energy is like um, uh, masculine energy, uh, very active energy, uh, whereas Yin is feminine, softer stillness. Um, okay. Any of those sort of, you know, it's the, the uh the dark to the light? i can't remember which one but you know it's the, the the negative to the positive all of the um the uh what is the word opposites i guess mm-hmm. so the actual practice is is a still meditation so you'll you you get into these poses these postures and you just stay in them for long periods of time so you're allowing and what you're doing within that is Obviously, there's a meditation beside or behind it, but you're allowing all of the connective tissue. So you're working with like um, your fascia, your ligaments, your um, all of the sort of smaller, um, you know, not big muscle groups. You're working mm-hmm. with that, and you're allowing it to release itself. Yes, right. right. That sounds a lot better than the aerobic <laughs> yoga. Don't want to force anything, right? right. So it's really about finding where you have any kind of sensation at all and staying there. And then you hold it for, you know, up to five minutes and it's so juicy. (laughs) I mean, that shit changed my life and go figure out. I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'm telling you, if you from your house, all right. If you from your house like just did yin yoga, I would pay for that and I would take your yin class because when I was like reading that you did yin yoga, I was like, oh my god, she does yin yoga. I was like, I uh, I want oh that. Oh my gosh! Well, well, let's let's talk. Okay. We'll, we'll Thank talk. you. <laughs> we'll talk. It's well, and I thought like so oh, same reasons like I went and got certified. I just did a two hundred hour um, yoga teacher training. Uh, a few years ago. And I, I actually, yeah, I didn't do it. I really didn't go into it to teach. I just, again, is another healing modality. Yeah, absolutely. And I just remember like, if, you know, yoga is like yoga and getting in contact with, you know, like your breath and your body movement and just forces you to be in your body and man that just brought stuff up too like my whole saying in yoga was like namaste motherfucker like i just would be mad i'd be flipping people off as i couldn't hold a pose i mean just things came up where i was like you know like i hate this or uh, but at the same time super grounding and then have you ever taken i (laughs) this seems typical but funny anyways i took i signed up for kundalini yoga or oh, kundalini meditation. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, so I literally got through one class and the lady was so dead on. She was like, when you initially do this, you're going to hate it yeah. because it basically it forces your, the breath work, like say the dragon, what is it? Dragon breath or fire breath or what? Fire um, is rapid breathing. Right. And basically it's poking at your crap and your crap will come up and your whole person will be like, Oh, I hate whatever. And that's what happened. I was like, I fucking hate this. I got to get out of here. 
Because it was, I was so uncomfortable. Isn't it? I I don't, I haven't, um, certainly haven't studied it. I have done some of the practices within other classes. A a lot of my, uh, I don't want to call them coworkers because they're my homies. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My fellow uh, instructors at the studio that I teach with, um, they've all done a lot of it. So there'll be like within a class maybe that they teach, maybe they'll do some breath work for but is it am i am i getting it mixed up with another style that isn't it also chakra work kundalini i'm sure yes i think so yeah yeah. i've studied a little bit of that a long time ago and i I, I like the white robes i was like that looks cool (laughs) (laughs) you want the turban yeah 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 totally well i mean it's it's one of those ways that like it's one of those practices that forces you to slow down and be in your body and i mean that's that's why it's so terrifying that yeah at least initially it's the same for me i just at that point the reason that i went through with it is because i was i was ready for it obviously right Right. like i i i knew that it was uh triggering me for some reason and it was something that i wanted to explore right like why am i being so resistant to this it's probably because i didn't check it out you know, <laughs> it's like, and, and I wouldn't, it didn't happen two years ago. You know, I've been teaching since 2017, I guess. And, uh, you know, it didn't happen three years ago. It happened a year. It happened when it was supposed to happen. I wasn't yeah. ready then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I would have gone into a Kundalini or a Yin class at that point and been like, oh. <laughs> and that's such a good point too. When you're ready, when you're ready and your gut will tell you that that's why like in the, in the program thing on my page that you were talking about, all that stuff is saved too. If you want to go see it's under the units thing. All the videos are, but that like the stuff you're talking about too, like the slowing down, like that's why I'm sort of, there's so much stuff in the goat that's in there as well. Similar, like deciding like, well, in order to decide, you got to be able to hear yourself, which means you got to get silent and you got to slow down. You have to slow down and get quiet and actually hear yourself. Like, just working on decide alone, like getting in touch with your intuition mm-hmm. could take a year or so. You know what I mean? Like depending on where right. you're at. No. We it's, just it's need it. Practice, right? That's yeah. like that's why the meditation works because it's a practice and we mm-hmm. do do it every day. You know, I started with three minutes. I tell people all the time, if anybody's interested in meditating, I'm like, look, I would pick up my stupid iPhone and start the timer for three minutes. And I sat totally. for three minutes a day. And yep. then all yep. of a sudden I was doing five minutes. And yeah. Then I was doing yeah. Once you make yeah. the habit of it, it makes it easier. You just like you, you, you well, ease yeah. your way in. Yeah. Well, you're li- and you're you're because you're allowing yourself the experience. It's not about how much you do it. Like I had this mm-hmm. experience also with the with yoga. Um, like one thing that I really loved about the way that people are teaching online and stuff these days is there's so many classes. At least in my studio, we teach. They teach. They teach. I am not actively teaching right now, but they. Um, do a lot of like 20 minute sessions, 25 minutes, half hour. Right. You know, I always was like, we should do the 45 minute mm-hmm. class. They do it. They do them in LA at our studio. But, um, but I, I love it because you don't have to, it's not about how long you do it or how aggressive it is. It's about mm-hmm. doing it. Like mm-hmm. I saw, I took one class and um, it was the founder of my studio. And she was saying like, it was a half an hour class and she went through this whole series and she held it for, you know, each pose for like, you know, one to two breaths instead of three to five. Right. Right. 
And she was saying that she was like, it's about the practice. It's about doing it, you know, having it become a part of your life. Doesn't matter how long you do it for. Mm-hmm. Right. Doing it. Right. You and know, it's about being where you are. Yeah. Be where you are. Be with yourself where you are. That's the practice of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. When I do my own practice, because it's hard to motivate. Like, I love having access to be able to just go to the studio. Because once you're there, you're there, right? You're going to do right. it. It's like you're going to get up and <laughs> split <Yeah>. out. <laughs> but for me, so it's challenging. It's still challenging for me totally. to get to my map. But I know, just get there. Even if yeah. you have to tell yourself, like, I'm just going to go lay in shavasana totally you're mad and all of a sudden like it's been 45 minutes and you're like doing sun salutations like right right it just makes you it just makes you realize how much pressure we put on ourselves and maybe it's even just like this culture is very do do get get like who are you what do you got what do you own um and it takes effort to unravel that Mm -hmm. like and really understand a different set of values of what what is valuable right in your lifetime and that the the juiciness we love that juicy is that's the word of the day on this little podcast (laughs) (laughs) Um, of getting in touch with yourself like being able to sit with yourself facing the things realizing they won't end you like that's it gets richer and richer Mm-hmm. Um, and the more calm you get and the better you feel and the more you can get in touch with what you want to do, even know what that is, Yeah, you know, and be kind to yourself and like, it's a better life. It's, more, line, it's a better life. You become within your daily life, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like less reactionary, more responsive. It's like I, a responsibility, like, I, you know, that's the thing that, is always so exciting for me. The milestones, the biggest milestones in my life are in everyday interactions. It's like, you know, that one conversation that I have with my mom where she's like, you know, saying stuff, it's triggering me all over the place. I don't know why. Uh-huh. I don't, you know, she's not saying anything terrible, but I'm getting <laughs> triggered. And it's that one time where I'm able to go, I'm being triggered. I'm going to get off the phone. I don't know. Yeah. I, need to, I don't have to do this. And I definitely don't want to like, you know, spew out a bunch of bullshit on her, you know, I love her. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I feel like it's like you're being conscious, right? Like it's so easy through your twenties and everything to just be unconscious because you're just doing things. And like I said, enduring and, you know, discovering and all those things as well, but it's not, um, you know, I I knew everything. I really did. Yeah. I yeah, knew I was gonna like my older years, but I like more than I liked my younger years. But I still thought I knew what the fuck everything. Was I think that's the best thing like. about getting older is I started to realize, oh, I really don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and that's the, yeah. that's the funny dichotomy of all of this stuff, right? All of these experiences is about they're so close. It's like what the balance between like um, being lazy and being still. Like, being mm-hmm. is the same thing, but they're quite opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It just, like, it just depends on how the story's being told, right? Mm-hmm. Like, your perspective or whatever paradigm you're choosing to live in. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it all comes down to, like, what is true? Like, what is, you know, what is true? Like, is it true that I should be, you know, there's a list of things I should do? No. 
you know, that's not true. And I think what happens when you get older too, is then you've, I mean, you've done a lot of things, you've been through a lot of things and it's a natural moment to like, kind of get to the top of a mountain, be that even just time and go and reflect and reflect back mm -hmm. and then unravel and sort out, dump things, forgive, you know, like this is what happens at this age. This is the thing that is midlife, right? And it's natural. Everyone mm -hmm. will come to it. Some people choose to be more conscious than others. Some don't at all, right? Mm -hmm. um, but everybody is living differently. Um, and that's what I kind of like about it. And I love what you said about talking to your mom. I've had a real appreciation on one things about remembering to be conscious, doing responsible things for myself. Like instead of crawling into a bottle of wine because we need comfort, ask yourself actively, what do you need? What's underneath this? Right. And what do you need? Like that's a responsible exchange for myself as opposed to like, I'm just going to exit, you know, yeah. like, cause this is easy. Unconscious. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay. Well, I just love that our conversation has been so superficial. <laughs> can, you, can you maybe think about opening up a little bit more? God, so closed <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I love, so, so I, I know you're working on something new too. And I, I love that union gospel record too. I put, um, God, that, I'm going to, I want to go look that the slow song on there. That's toward the end of your union. It's on the, it's on the, it's on the mix thing. Hold on. I'm going to go look right now because it made, it made me cry. Um, cause that's why I was posting. Without I was regret. like it without regret. regret yeah. And I was like, so when I was posting, I was like, listen all the way through. Cause that last one's a motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> my God. So well, perfect. Um, like it makes me cry. <gasps> it's a goodie. Like, Good I, job. I thank you. I, yeah, I mean, honestly, that that whole experience is I'm so grateful for it because it really um, one of the things that it taught me was uh, like well, how we were talking about being free with vocalizing and whatnot. It really helped me be free in also that kind of songwriting that really yeah. that the first of like the first time that I walked into it um, with that kind of vulnerability because and all of the music wrote itself. You know what I mean? Not the music. Yes. The songs wrote themselves. Like Squires would send me something and I just would really meditate on it. And right. like, and the songs would be done. I'd send him something and he'd be like, yeah, what? this is great. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm in it. But that song, it's like, we were, Ooh. you know, Joe Bass plays on that song. <gasps> you know, he played um, on like two or three of the songs on that um, album. And he was, you know, we all knew he was terminally ill at that point. And, right. you know, so wow. that was some of the inspiration behind it. But, you know. Oh, see, that's a tear. It's such a beautiful song. It's it's like. Is, I'm going to say the wrong word. It's transcendent. Like it just like I needed that song. Like I, I cry around that song because it reminds me of my mom. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me. But what I love about your performance on that and I love that you're doing that is because all we really want is you. Like people want you like, and when you sing like that, God, we're getting like, it's like, we get to be with you. Right. And that's what I love about it. It's, and oh, people want that. Now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think that's what people like about musicians when they're truly sharing themselves is because listeners, 
want to be with you, it, with, next to you, and telling your story because they feel it too. I mean, it's, like, it's such a commune, a communing yeah. yes. moment. It's such a, and, and the world needs it. It's yeah, totally an experience, you know, and we not feel it acknowledging that we're doing it together. It's like, yeah. it's like a little nod to that. It's like when you, when you are communing with music and with a person yeah. you know, that's uh, sharing yeah. that thing, it's a, it's a huge, it's a big deal. I mean, I've, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. That song's like, Congratulations for writing that song. It's so amazing. Yeah. And the recording of it. Um, I love it. And I, I just think that that's the beautiful thing about music is the communing and the sharing. And I will sing to you my story and you can be yeah. with me if it's your story. Yeah. Um, and, and that it's lovely, right? Like it's a beautiful kind exchange. It's not about being cool. Right. So I love that. Okay, Deja, on that note, I just, I need a nap. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, I'm going to say how amazing it's been to talk to you. Like, I just, um, I really do want to talk to you about the yoga. <laughs> yeah, let's, we'll keep, to be continued, as my mom always say, says, yeah. you know, we'll keep talking. This is like, a, this is really lovely. And Ryan, thank you so much. This uh, has been really uh, fun. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's been a pleasure to meet you and, Appreciate yeah. the time that you take with us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, well, Let's check back in in a year. All right. I will do that. I will totally do that. <laughs> well, I hope you have great holidays. I hope you get good rest to keep, you know, let's exit, exit the coronavirus. Like, Thanks, um, yeah. I can't wait to hear the new stuff. I hope you have so much fun with it. You know, I just wish you fun and happiness. Yes. And me, you. One more. Mwah. So much mwah, mwah, mwah. all right i love you and yeah. i'll talk to you soon all righty all right bye, bye. 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 bye.